Hi, welcome everybody. This is fun. This is this is forced fun. Aren't we all having fun here? It's all fun, guys. Hi. Hey. <laughs> so today, Derek Walkney. <clears throat> am I losing my voice? What is happening? Derek Walkney is back on the show. Walkney is the band. He is the band. He's a one-man band. I mean, he, when he travels around, he has a band with him. But he, he he's he's the band. And he looks like Jimmy Page walking in here today. If you want to see the live version of this Facebook Live, uh, go to my Facebook page, Rob Z Radio, and you can see Derek in all his glory looking like Jimmy Page, looking like one bad mofo. Uh, but I love having him in here because he's hilarious, number one. He's super fun to talk to, and he also is an incredible musician, which is why I had him be a part of this brand new series that I'm doing, this whole thing that I put together called Music Fusions. It's it's a fusion of podcasting, of conversations, and music. And if you don't know anything about Walkney, which uh, you need to, because live he's a, he's incredible. Uh, you know his record, the song Beast. Find Beast on SoundCloud from Walkney. It's unbelievable what he's doing, man. I'm so proud that I could be a part of it. I'm so proud that I could get him in here on, in the studio uh, before he gets super global. And you know, I don't think he'll ever forget what Altoona, Pennsylvania is all about. But I just want to catch him on the come up, and that's where uh, Walkney is at right now. He's been doing it for such a long time, too. So uh, find Walkney on any platform, any social media platform out there, uh, Walkney Band, to see what he's all about. Before we get into it, though, let's thank the sponsors who make this thing possible, like Juice, 517 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, J-O-O-S, cold-pressed juice and smoothies, delicious smoothie bowls, bone broth, Hot Soups and Raw Vegan Baked Goods Trade Secrets, which is uh, located in Altoona as well. All natural body care products, sugar scrubs, bath bars, all natural deodorants, lip balms, all that good stuff. It's all researched in-house, all developed in-house, and no added chemicals are involved. Like, did you have any idea that they put, like, aluminum in deodorant? That's the one that I'm hung up on. I'm like, why is there aluminum in my deodorant? That doesn't make any sense. Well, Trade Secrets does make sense. Secrets and Trade on Facebook. Trade Secrets underscore skin skincare. I almost said sin care, I think. Skincare on Instagram. <laughs> and also a shout out to the Clay Cup, 1304 11th Avenue in Altoona. Sarah runs the Clay Cup. Uh, does an amazing job at what she does. And she also is bringing live musicians into her coffee shop. Coffee, tea, and creativity, pottery, painting, watercolor classes, live performances. That's what it's all about at the Clay Cup on Facebook and Instagram. But right now, I'm going to stop the talking, and then we're going to talk some more with Walkney live in the studio. And if you want to help me out and help out the podcast, patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio. This is Rob Z Radio. Hey there. Derek Walkney's here. What's up? How you doing, Rob? Good, man. How are you? Wonderful, man. Nice, Nice to have you back. Oh, it's always fun. So you were in here, uh, how many, well, not this studio, you were in my other studio in Launchbox a couple months ago. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't even know how long ago that was. It was a few months. Feels it's, like an eternity. <laughs> feels like it was last week, man. I feel like the past <laughs> the past few months have gone by so quickly, really. You're uh, doing some awesome stuff right now. So before we get before we get rolling, this is Facebook Live. We're going to start the podcast here in a second. And um, Derek Walkney, lead singer of Walkney. Yes. They started locally, if you uh, know the, the big time. Yep. Right? And the then big time. You guys broke off, and now you're solo. I'm solo. Doing the thing. Yeah. Looking I got, like Jimmy Page. Oh, thank you. Look, that's that's 
That's so crazy. I love it, man. Yeah, I love I love it. I make like straight pop music and I can compare to all these rock gods because I have long hair and like <laughs> barely wear a shirt. Like, right. Really if you funny. had a little more chest hair, it would be like right there. If I had any chest hair, I think I have like eight. We're in the same boat, man. I don't have any as well. At least but you can like grow some here. I get a nice crust. That's is that you can't it. even do mustache or anything? Nothing, dude. If I had a mustache, you know that I would have a mustache. If I could <laughs> grow a mustache, true. I would have a fat mustache right now. <laughs> That's very true. I'd yeah. look like uh, Russell from Stillwater. I don't Al- know who that Almost is. Fam- did you ever see the movie Almost Famous? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's a guitar player, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That would be sick. Yeah, but the, but the good thing is, man, not having any body hair, there's not a lot of maintenance going on. I yeah. enjoy that part of it. Like, I don't need to shave my face that much. Well, today I actually, like, cut my nose hairs with a little... Because you knew little... you were coming on Facebook Live. Is that what it was? That's part of it, but HD. I just was like, nose hairs? Like, why do I get hairs in places that I don't, like, need them? Right. Like, <laughs> give me a mustache. I need it for to, to validate my, ma- my masculinity. Right. What's the nose hair going to do? <laughs> Nothing. It's just going to catch boogers. Like, that's all you're doing in there. And I just, like, it's all it's going to do is make me paranoid that when I'm talking to someone, all they're doing is staring at my nose hairs. <laughs> he had all these nose hairs, but I didn't want to tell him about it. I think yeah. it'd be worse to be really tall, be like six, seven, and have lots of nose hair, and people were just always staring up. I'd be staring so nervous. I'd be oh, real man. worried. That'd be crazy to be, being over six foot would also be nice. I, I always <laughs> think about concerts be the best situation if you were in concerts because you could tower over everybody and see everything or the worst because you're just like a six foot six target and kids are like shit get Getting out of the <laughs> warp tour when it went to warp tour last week this was the last one that i is the very end this is the end of the first or sorry this is the end um of the it's coming up on the end of the last cross-country run of van's warp tour really they're done doing it yeah they just uh i don't know they decided they're they're gonna maybe centralize it and do some regional festival t- style type things but okay. um it was that was something that was really awesome to go to I, the reason i brought it up is because people are always throwing water bottles oh yeah if someone crowd surfs you'll get your shoe taken they'll just whip it in the middle of the i always crowd. found that incredibly rude oh incredibly rude but Incredibly hilarious if it's not happening to you. <laughs> You're just watching it happen, oh, yeah, man. for sure. No. Uh, <laughs> how many warp tours have you been to? Um, I mean, I've been to over like probably fifty because I like when I was a kid in high school, we would like follow warp tour and we really? would go into the shows or we would go outside to the lines and we'd take our headphones like this and we just break them off. So we had two well, I'm sorry. That noise? Right, we had two um separate headphones we just go up and we talk to people and uh we just be like hey can we show you our music and then afterwards what and play and give them the headphone yeah, be like hey just, check out what we're doing yeah we just play it for them and then people are like wow like this is this is pretty cool and i'd be like well if you like it and you want to support us we have cds that was back when people bought cds yeah and then we graduated to download cards and then we like had both of them and we would sell like some people buy it a download card for five bucks and a CD, and we would just hustle, dude. We were out wow, there, man. We we're out there hustling, like we weren't like Jay Z on the corner or anything like that, but we were hustling our music. How did you guys never art. make it onto Warp Tour? I feel like you um, could have been at dude, some point. Like. I I don't know, man. I really like. I really wish that I could have done a real stage at Warp Tour. I got to. Did play. you try to? Did you guys try to do? Yeah, that? we tried to. We tried the Ernie Ball Battle of Bands and stuff back in okay. the day. Um, luckily, I like over the years, I, I made a lot of friends in the Warp scene. And have like got my music passed along to people, but it just, I, I don't know, it just never worked out. Last year, I played um, in a tent um, called the Transform Tent, where it's not like a main stage, but they do have like a PA system and a stage there. So I played there last year, and I'm like, that counts. That's to pretty, me. That, that's it, considered Warp Tour. You were on yeah, Warp Tour. We'll, it, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll it log was it. Pretty cool. It wasn't necessarily like the the 
the journey's left foot stage or anything like <laughs> I had always dreamed. But I think once I got there, I realized that like once I got to the point where I saw the behind the scenes stuff and I saw how it all worked, um, I was outgrowing like my music was outgrowing i think the style that warped Tour kind of has i could see that yeah and i was like oh like i really love this but i feel like i gotta set my sights a little higher what's, um, what's a warp tour for the music that you make is uh, there another like tour like that that travels around there's no other Nobody traveling tour like that no why not um it's weird because it's expensive yeah i mean like those bands it's so crazy how like how many bands i mean there's like probably a hundred bands on the tour right and they switch in and like, out it, it, yeah it, depending on where they're at well like, yeah some, there'll be like eight stages and yeah some bands jump on some bands are on the whole thing like there's a band called mayday parade they've done like six full warp tours and they say that that like if you can do an entire warp tour in a van um then you like and you're not dead you know, like, there's yeah, nothing you're... there's nothing that can stop you because <laughs> it's great it can get it's those it's so wild you know you're that you're there from 7 a.m until like any time from 10 to 3 a.m and there's one every day right yeah, one tours every daily. day yep and so we were like high school kids and i would don't recommend doing this because it's not really safe but it's a, i mean it's a tour routed for tour buses so like drives are like eight hours 10 hours Damn. like and we were just out there hustling all day and then as soon as the show was done we just bounce and drive straight to the next one <laughs> sometimes we'd get lucky and have like a place to stay and like we or we get a hotel if we were really lucky but did you become friends was, with the bands and stuff yeah over the years like i kind of just by i think manifesting like want like wanting to be a part of it i kind of came to know um a few people within some of the bands like i got to open up for mayday parade um when i was 15 in altoona oh yeah um, at the what was it the uh quality inn <laughs> it was like a floor show in the uh in the conference room because the city of altoona shut down the venue the archway center the day before oh wow and so they like had to relocate it and they, they put, put it, it in, in the quality in no one would take the show people in altoona were like absolutely not we're not doing i don't know why damn like, you altoona i don't know why there's such an anti like youth gathering no, you movement. get all those kids together something bad's gonna happen it's like ugh, i mean you you separate those kids something bad's gonna happen True. that's, the, yeah, truth. that's you, the truth well i forget what study it was and they were showing like it was like they were testing um rats or something with like water that had like opium in it and just normal water and whenever um the rats, there would be a rat in there by himself, and he would choose the normal water, and then he'd check out the other one, and then he'd get, like, addicted to it. And then he, always he would go back to that yeah. when he was by himself. But when they put him in a big group and they had the same two bowls of water or whatever, people would – they'd stay away from – the rats, not The people. rats. They would stay away same from Same situation, it. though, Because right? they're, I mean, like, so, they're, like, kind of in a, in a big group. I think that there's something really um, – there's – I'm not necessarily like a uh, social studies or social scientist or anything, but that yeah. that stuff kind of piques my interest. Well, dude, I mean, we're, we're people. Like, we're meant to like be together. Like, yeah. there's there's a reason why there's seven billion of us. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, you need people. Like, that's why solitary confinement's the worst thing you can possibly do to a prisoner. Yeah, take them away from other people. Even yeah. though when they're with the people, horrible things could happen. It's worse for them to be by themselves. Yeah, I, that's crazy. Yeah, I think the community is like a very um, it's just such an important thing. I think it's been a very important thing in my life. The warped community was very important to me. I felt like I had a place that I could go and I had a giant group of people that 
understood me and I felt like I fit in. So now, yeah, now that like that's you. all ending, I kind of feel like, wow. Like, and since I, I've kind of set my sights a little higher, I'm like, where do I fit in? Like, where is my, what is my goal? Like Firefly or Coachella? Firefly is like, a great festival. That's know, a cool that, one. And that's, I, that's close, right? That's, that's Delaware. Delaware yeah. yeah. I think that's a big, that's, that's a big goal for my, uh, for me. I think that, um, I really want to do some international stuff. Okay. Like, I did Canada in the first year of walking. Does that really count, though? I mean, it count. I mean, it does, it's not necessarily a different. Con- it's not like going to Germany where yeah. no one speaks. Like you know, people don't speak the language. But I mean, it counts. I can say I'm an international touring artist because of it. Yeah. But I, I really want to go to like Japan and like England. I, I feel like now that I've been in forty seven of the fifty states, oh, okay. I'm just like, I'm, I'm just one one weekend. I think I'm just gonna go to Maine and then South Dakota and Alaska and then fly to Japan or something. Just start world traveling. I think that's where I want to, what I want to start doing this year. You have that lifestyle too, where you can, you don't really tie down to anything, which is nice. You can kind of move around and and, and that's, that's the point of being an artist is being able to do that. Get up and actually move. I think that that's like getting up and actually moving, I think is very important to uh, human happiness whether it means no moving, moving your uh, location where you are, town or whatever, to just uh, even just getting up and taking a walk. Yeah. Like we were talking about being uh, like solitude is is kind of the worst thing you can do to a prisoner. But like social media and the digital age is you know connecting us and giving us like this um, outlet to a global community. Mm-hmm. But people more than ever, I feel like, are sitting in their bedrooms and playing Fortnite by themselves. Like, yeah, with people, but they're not near people. the people. Yeah, but they're not really with them. Yeah. And, and I don't know. Like, there, there's a lot. Of, I have no hate for video games, but I was reading this study or whatever that they're saying it's directly um, related to, like, mental health issues and things like that. I don't know if I necessarily subscribe to that belief. Yeah, well, there, I think there's interesting. definitely something to that, man. I mean, we could, it, I think land parties are the best. But yeah, you don't do sick. land parties don't happen anymore though, yeah. because of, if everything's you know just on like Xbox Live or whatever like you're just online. But when you can yeah. get like that's what we, we, when Halo first came out, we'd have like eight TVs all hooked up to each other yeah. all through Xbox. So you're like with people when you're playing games. Yeah. So it, but then you're sitting in your room by yourself. It does. It gets kind of. Well, I feel like it's bizarre. just easy to lose. It's not even necessarily bizarre. It's just it's easy to lose time and lose. Um, yeah, you lose a lot of time. Lose sight of the fact that like. Oh wow! Like I just like my cousin. Um, he's like my brother. He's like trying to quit video games. He's like a video game addict. Yeah. He's like I can't. Stop. He's like I was in Skyrim virtual reality for ten hours and didn't even realize it. Right. Like when you think about virtual reality, you think like, oh my god! Like how could people not forget that life is like real? You know yeah. how could you how could you forget you're inside of VR? Yeah. I've been in VR and I have in instances for brief seconds forgot. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. This isn't real. Yeah, that's right. I'm in. Re- <laughs> I have goggles on. Like it can happen that quick. So when it becomes so immersive that you you're so in that world and you love it so much, like if Skyrim was VR and you're deep into it and like everything seems like it's you, yeah, then you're you're pretty much gone. Then they like, hooked you up to the Matrix battery and you're a battery right. for the pod. That's is what? that really a bad thing? I keep thinking like you know if you were Neo, would you want to break out of the pod? That would really in your life's hell. Yeah, then you got to deal with all this stuff. Then you got to deal with all the real stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. I or it's like Spy Kids two or something, <laughs> where you got to find the guy. 
Oh man! It always goes back to Spy Kids too. Spy Kids when it too. breaks down to it, that's Dude, where it always goes. Junie, Junie, Quint- I, oh my gosh! I always thought it was so, uh, so badass when Carmen would like say her full name, <laughs> and she would like get really, really uh, into it. Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> we could do a whole episode about that at another yeah, time, I suppose. We'll, we'll just do a whole Spy Kids. Ep- <laughs> Wait, is there a third one? That could be your podcast. Oh, You're talking my. about starting a podcast, just all Spy Kids. Yeah, it's uh, you gotta niche it down. Oh my god. Dude. That would be so funny. Just be like a Spy Kids like memorabilia reviews and right. things like that. <laughs> like, or uh, here we have the Spy Kids tin lunchbox. Yeah, and you'd get like the grip, like the guy who ran like camera <laughs> from the movie on, like talking to him about the scenes. That would be si- That would be so <laughs> funny, dude. That's Can how imagine? deep it could go. Somebody would really dig that. Lots of people probably would really dig that. I feel like that would just catch eyes because people would be like, why is this dude doing a Spy Kids podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a musician. He must really like... I could do a Lord of the Rings one. That would be sick, but I feel then, like it would bore people. But then like bend all of your music around the scenes. You know, you could like make your music oh sound my. like the movie itself. And, like, we could like re-voice them. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. voiceovers. Create like, your own soundtrack. Like for that, what was gonna happen? That would be really sick. I think that I'm gonna add that to my my list of things that I need to get done just by the end of today. After the international tour, just jot that down. Yeah, that can be on the list there or, somewhere. Do they go anywhere? And I'm sure they go international and spy kids. I can't really remember. I guess oh, I'm a yeah. fake fan. I, don't I, know have, I, I know less than you do, so I'm, I'm just I, rolling with it. I'm just going with it. <laughs> okay, let's get back to crowd surfing for a second because I've always crowd surfing's always blown my mind because yeah. I'm I, I, maybe I think too much, but I always think like I got too much stuff in my pockets. I can't I can't crowd surf. Well, how do you spread your body out? Like I don't know how to spread. And I'll see somebody who's like crowd surfing with their arms in. I'm like, you got to put your arms out, dude. You're gonna yeah. die. And then somebody kicks you in the head, or you get kick you you kick somebody in the head, <laughs> and then like you go into the hole like where there's nobody there. Yeah, and you get dropped to the ground. Do you body? Do you crowd surf? I've been. There, yeah. I, I saw Motion City soundtrack, Vans Warped Tour, and I was a, probably a 10th grader. And I'm crowd surfing, I'm loving my life, and some giant dude just launches me in. And I went straight into one of those holes in the crowd and smashed my head on the concrete. And I got back up and I crowd surfed my way to the front. Did you really? Yeah, you I kept just, going? I was like, I have to get out of here. I'm going to oh, die. Oh, you crowd surfed out of the... I don't want to crowd surf well, right to the front, but so, I wouldn't want to like go over the edge. Yeah, like... How well, do you prevent that? People, I mean... You can, you can, I guess, stop yourself. But I, I guess the goal I always thought was to get over the barrier to the security guys because they like catch people and like those guys have a crazy job. They're yeah. just like getting kids that are like flying at them all day. I would so, be very annoyed by that because like it, I love music too much where yeah. I could never watch the band. I'd always be like watching idiots like flying through the air yeah. instead of like watching it's, what's happening. It's definitely uh, exhilarating, I'd say. I've crowd surfed from on stage and that's been fun. Okay. That, that's like probably that that feels so amazing when I get to do that. I uh, at least people can, they can see you coming in that situation too, which yeah, makes it better. That makes it a lot better. And if they're like very interested and and very like into your show, they're just like, "There's no way we're gonna drop this guy." I actually stood on the crowd. Like, oh, yeah. I it was our first time we opened or second time we opened. Actually, I think I did both times. We played with All Time Low and jumped down onto the barrier, and I like got up on the railing, and I just like grabbed someone's hand, and I like just started walking out in the crowd and people held me up like I was like a high school cheerleader <laughs> and at one point I'm just like standing standing on the standing on the crowd and singing yeah uh and then I just fell back into everyone 
That's pretty And awesome. just kept going. It was like probably my biggest rock star moment. Did like, you grope at all? I remember a lot of hands. Plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. I get, I get groped when I'm just standing at the merch table, but whatever. Comes with the territory. Gotta yeah, deal with it. I guess so. But <laughs> if I, I don't know. I feel like some people, there's, you know, I'm just, uh, I just love everyone, <laughs> but I'd appreciate it if you'd <laughs> stop groping me. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, but if they did stop groping you, you'd be like, uh, like why aren't they groping me? Anymore? No. <laughs> oh my you'd, God. you'd be worried. I mean, like, like, they not, like, are they not obsessed with me like they <laughs> used to? Am I not pretty anymore? I guarantee that would happen, though. You'd be like, dude. Oh, oh man. <laughs> people used to grab me all the time, and it was like dude, oh, humbling. Those all-time low guys, those guys get, they're like 30 years old, and they still get it. Like, it's crazy. Like I've ne like, you know, I would never do that to what. And I would never grope somebody. Well, like, as a guy, it's kind of illegal. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely a, girl, it's a little more acceptable. Yeah, I it's just. I mean, like, it's definitely weird. I've had people come up behind me and just like yank my hair and stuff. I, it's like you know, there's all the fun stuff, like awesome stuff, like crowd surfing and feeling like a rock star and playing big shows and whatever. And but then there's like weird stuff where like <laughs> girls, some some I've experienced some teenage girls that like. They're like the sassy people. Mm-hmm. I can take like a good amount of sass, but like when it gets to the point of like coming up behind me and pinching me or like pulling my hair, like that's not cool. It's kind of irritating, yeah. I'd imagine. It, well, it, yeah, and it's just rude. Like, yeah. cause I try to give everyone after shows. I think that like my, it's really it's gotten harder for me over the years because I've just like as I've gotten older, begun to deal with a lot more anxiety, especially being around people and stuff. But I try to give everyone, like, the same amount of time and attention and mm-hmm. thanks afterwards. So, like, if I'm talking to someone and someone who wants my attention comes up behind me and yanks my hair, like, yeah, that pisses me off. But, like, this girl who's been waiting all day or fan, boy, fan, my, most of my fans, I think, are primarily girls. So, girls, um, <clears throat> they, like, you know, or they've just been waiting to talk to me and they finally get their time and then, like, do something to like break that their time up it's like that's not cool like just wait yeah. a second don't yeah. pull my hair i wouldn't and pull your hair i guess they don't know what to say right they're just so yeah. like what am i gonna do they're teenagers like i remember being a teenager and i remember like just being obnoxious and right. like it's fun and it's fine but yeah. like you know just don't that's you know you gotta be courteous and and kind not just stop pulling Derek's hair. Yeah, please. God, I mean. You know, you can touch it if you ask. <laughs> Even run your hands through it. I get, oh man, I get I get old ladies love touching my hair. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but they always ask and it's fine. I enjoy the attention. Do you, but, do you like wash your hair on a daily basis? Um, I mean, I don't wash it every single day. If I'm like really gross, I'll, I do, but I don't know. I try to like... Not wash it all the time because I think it's it's kind of bad for your hair. It kind of dries it out. Yeah. Um, like I get my, my hair gets wet in the shower every day, but I rarely wash my hair with yeah. like shampoo. I just don't. Yeah. I, don't, I mean, your hair. No reason to. Yeah. I mean, if your hair is like if you let it go for like two weeks or something like that, it'll be kind of greasy at first. If you if you are shampooing, um, and you stop, like your hair will j- adjust, like, and will it, naturally. Does natural oils oil. build up? Yeah. It's good to clean your scalp. For me, I sweat a lot. So, like, if I play a show, like, I try to make sure that I shower and wash my hair because it just, like, all that sweat gets just, like, it's so gross, man. Last (laughs) night at the Green Bean, um, 
I was just disgusting. Like absolutely <laughs> disgusting. It was packed. I've never been there before and I yeah. walked in. I was like, man, like this is a small spot, but there's a ton of people here. Was it really? That's awesome. Yeah, it was awesome, man. Like I think what they're doing for the community is really cool. Yeah. Um I'm actually doing another event with them, with the people at Green Bean, but it's uh at the Railroaders Museum. Oh, okay. And it's on uh September sixteenth. So walking is gonna be headlining, but it's like an open stage type deal. So like people, acts, bands, you know, whoever, you can submit to them and then they pretty much like select the lineup. Oh, that's cool. So it's kinda cool. Yeah. It, it's I think it's give, gonna give um I saw a really really cool group like a bunch of awesome people last night and I was just like it kinda inspired me, made me realize like made me sad because I was like, damn, like there's nowhere for kids to go and play music in Altoona besides there. Yeah. There's I think no- last time we talked, we talked about that same thing. Yeah. It's, it's 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 a major issue. And luckily, I mean, there you go. Green Beans bringing it back. It seems like the Railroad <laughs> Museum. You all right? This is That's E. coli water. That's some bad water, dude. You shouldn't have drank that. It got I you. just Oh. That's it, some bad water, bro. Oh, it got me, dude. <laughs> oh. No, but like I'm good. it looks like the Green Bean like the Railroad Museum like they are trying to bring live music back yeah. whether it's a band that comes from out of the area or it's like somebody local they're trying to do it yeah. which is awesome that that needs to happen yeah we definitely talked about this last time but i'm just putting it out there that any of you people are listening we should do a show with me and pluco and moses and ellie Irwin. yeah and tell pluco to get a hold of me <laughs> if anybody knows me he won't message me back oh man he's too big no nah, he's, on, he's on like coachella and stuff i bet he has i bet he has pr you like, think he does? Oh, absolutely. Do you know He's him? Signed. Have you met him? I've never met him in person. We've talked a little bit on Instagram, but Stevie Moses, uh, he told me about him a long time ago. It was like, dude, my friend produces. Do you know anywhere he can go and get in the studio or something like that? <clears throat> and it never worked out. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, dude, this, what happened? Like, I followed him, like, forever ago, and then all of a sudden, I'm like, whoa, dude, what is this kid doing? And when you like, say forever ago, he's in, like, 12th grade, right? I mean, he's still pretty young. <sighs> I mean, it was, like, probably, like, two, two and a half years ago, maybe. I don't know. He wasn't Pluco. It was, I just followed his, like, actual personal page. Oh, okay. Because I, I always try to keep tabs on, like, young kids uh, in Altoona that are making music and doing things because, I don't know, if I, if I can, like, I'll... You know, I, well, it's I would like, like that, to help that community like, you're talking about, right? Like yeah, sticking with ex- those people. Exactly. Well, I mean, like, I don't know how much I can do to help Pluco, like with my platform, like his platform's a lot bigger, obviously. Yeah. But like, I don't know. I think it's just uh, important to kind of on like have everyone be on like the same team. You know, like if you're from a hometown, like that was literally your homies. Like yeah. that's homies. Yeah. That's where that comes from. Um, and I think it's so cool to see all of these kids going out into the world and and doing, doing it. it. Yeah. Like, I think it's actually. Not, and then if anything, like, not even necessarily like, oh, we need to stick together type stuff. It's like, if anything, I just want to encourage and show support. Like, that's all I really care about because I think that it's just so cool. It's incredible. I was blown away I, I, when I found out about him. I'm like, oh, wow, dude. I listened to some of his music, and he, he does a really good job. I mean, I don't. the world of EDM for me is crazy because <laughs> it makes me feel like an old person, right? Yeah. Because like, whenever I was a kid and somebody would listen to hip-hop, or like, I used to love The Prodigy back in the 90s. Right. The Prodigy was... I don't think they were called EDM. I don't know what the genre was called, but it was like Techno or something. Yeah, it was like something in there or like uh, industrial or something. Yeah. Industrial techno. 
there was some weird tag they had. But uh, now when I hear that all that stuff, and I'll say to myself, or I'll say to my wife, like, this all sounds the same. Yeah. And then you and catch it does, yourself. And I'm like, oh, no. I'm saying it. Like, the I'm thing all, my parents always dude, said, I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think, I like, EDM is, like, I think a very, um, f- as a creative person, I think that doing EDM would be very freeing because there's not really any rules. Like, yeah, there's it's no just, structure. It's like, well, I mean, there's structure. Like, you hear basic, like, like things. It's like how pop music has a lot of similarities through everything, how hip-hop has similarities through different things in various genres. Like, I mean... I think there's definitely structure. I just think, I mean, it's just dance music. That's yeah. all it is. Like yeah. it's, and I get down to dance music. I love shaking my hips. Yeah. I, you know, I like to have a good time. So, I mean, I used to, when I was younger, I was like, oh, this is all, this is all the same thing. And now I, I feel like I appreciate it a bit more because a lot of my friends started making it and oh, I okay. saw how it was made. And I'm like, this is so cool. It is like, pretty cool, man. When like, you see somebody putting it together, yeah, I'm especially like, live. Yeah. Like, that's, that's wild. It's so cool, dude. Like, I mean, yeah, just, just DJs learning how in to general use, are dope. What are they? What are they called? The you know, uh, why can't I think of the name of them? It's like the beat pad that has all of your. It's oh. all synced up. Oh, like a, I mean, can't think of the name. I for, I, there's a bunch of different like models, but it's like a sample pad or like yeah. a you know. I had one for a while and I, and I was playing with it. I'm like, this thing is so much fun. Like I can see how you just get addicted to that. Yeah, because it's just the, Dude, it's just all your fingertips. Like that's how music's being made today. Is like that people are like sit there with a piano or like electric piano or they learn how to program in their uh their daw which is like the audio program on like you are running over here mm-hmm. or or they you know get one of those mpc things or whatever and you can just attach sample packs to it so you're like okay cool i want like orchestral sounds you buy a sample pack that's like all the different orca- orchestra instruments and different yeah. notes and everything and you can just create it if you don't have it i think that's like we in my upcoming release um mike o'malley the producer and i we did everything at his mom's house like where he has his studio it's we didn't record drums we didn't record we recorded some cello live we did guitar and bass acoustic guitar and vocals um but a lot of the stuff in there is just like they're act. They're electronic sounds. That That's crazy. Like they're not necessarily. Yeah, they're not like we didn't go into a studio and record on like a massive grand piano and stuff. Like I wish we could. We just there's no budget there for it at yeah. this point in time. Um, so we did it in a way that I think that is the way people are making music in modern times. Yeah. But we did it in a way to try to make it feel real like we did everything that we could to make it sound like there was a drummer on that track like right try to make it sound human and i well, listen to beast you're you're <laughs> oh. the, the, you sent it to me what like is that two nights ago that two you nights sent? ago and it sounds so big like it, it sounds it sounds really simple like because it's it's very like well put together it doesn't sound like you guys mauled over it for a long time oh we did but, did. <laughs> we but did. it sounds it sounds like the 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 orchestra in the background and stuff it just sounds it has like a big feel Word. to it like it just sounds really full of life and i was like you. man that's so uh, not that i don't like acoustic guitars because i do I, I i enjoy both but when you can take like 
an acoustic guitar and you add what you add to it right. and it just grows into this thing yeah. and it just feels like it's a, a, a live like playing that live with a real orchestra would and be stuff unreal would be insane yeah be did you watch Metallica's S&M when yeah. they had like the orchestra I always thought that was so badass Dude. yeah me too that's like actually that was one of my big inspirations for uh, doing like the, the live strings at the Jaffa back in the day obviously it wasn't as well I mean it was well put together as far as like the show and everything goes but it wasn't What's anything not close it's not, i'm not metallica yeah <laughs> basically what i'm trying to say <laughs> um but yeah man we we worked really hard that song kicked us in the teeth so many times what beast beast it because we were just we were just overthinking it we're like man this is like such a smash we have to make it perfect like we have to make mm. it perfect we did i think that the one that we finally released was like the 12th mix oh really yeah like Mike, so yeah. you're starting to lose it on it. Like, yeah, like there were there were moments where we were like, oh, dude, we like we're like we're gonna focus on this part of the song. We're like, all right, the first chorus we have to make better. We need to focus on that. Then we get lost in like making saxophone for the bridge for a while, and we'd be like, oh, did we just like, did we overdo it? Did we screw this up? Hold on. And Mike, I love Mike O'Malley who produced these songs and is an incredible talent. Um, he, I love working with him because. I'm very crazy and free spirit type, and he's very, like, direct and has, like, a... He's very well-spoken. He's very, like... Really, what I was going to say at first is that he's, like, a perfectionist. Okay. Complete perfectionist. And he kind of, like, holds me to... That's, like, his standard, too. Yeah. And just holds... So, I'm just, like... For me, I'm like, oh, dude, that sounds dope, man. And he's like, no. We need to do this and this and <laughs> this is how it'll sound better. I'm like, all right, man, I trust you. That's cool. We'll do that. Let's try that. And then it does sound amazing. Like, yeah. it's cool to have like a partner who um, compliments your yeah, the things it, you don't have. Exactly. Like, I mean, he just murdered it. Like, he murdered those songs. Like, I, I can't wait to show everyone them. Um, I don't know if anyone um, has heard. I think that maybe I said it before, but I'm going to be releasing an EP called Oh No. Um, we haven't decided on a release date, but it's coming. I love the name too. Oh no! You said what was the reason behind the name? Where'd you get um, it from? Well, it's got a couple different couple different reasons why I picked it. Um, I think that it's called Oh No because the songs are all about foreseeing problems or like seeing something on the distance and not being able to do anything about it. Oh, okay. Like it's like Oh no, my life's a mess. <laughs> kind of also too. Um, and I also feel like when I walk in a room, or at least when I did when I was like. 17 to like 21 everyone's like oh no here comes trouble why i was just a menace i think <laughs> like i don't know man i just had so much energy right. like i was just kind of crazy dude I, <laughs> we on tour i used to like like a tornado ripping yeah through. Taz, like, here it comes. my my, uh, my spirit animal is taz okay from looney tunes yeah i actually collect looney tunes gear which is kind of funny <laughs> and I found this like Looney Tunes jumpsuit that has like it's it's really dope. I uh, what like a footy pajama outfit? No, not like thing? a footy pajama out. Like more like a tracksuit kind of oh, okay. deal. Um, I actually wore it, and then I have like a Taz chain, like a gold <laughs> Taz chain that's like this big. Because I feel like he that that truly is what <laughs> I it's am. It's like a cyclone it's, ripping. Through. Yeah, like I mean, I think I've chilled out a lot now. Um. Some of my friends don't think so, but I I really do. And I feel like that these songs are all about when I was touring, when I was, like, 
in the full swing of things when like the big time was popping and like right after like just kind of that transitional period yeah where i felt like i couldn't keep my head above the water i'm like man how am i gonna survive how am i gonna keep this music going Mm -hmm. how am i gonna continue to live my dream and so i felt like and and also i feel like it's been so long since i've released music like an actual work of a body of work so i hope that people out there like oh no it's here right (laughs) it finally (laughs) happened Speaking of that, dude, let's play some music. Yeah, let me. we we get to talking. We forget we this is the half of this is gonna be uh, gotta some get, tunes. Gotta so ro- we gotta get to rocking. Derek's gonna bust out the guitar here. We've got it plugged in through the board, so it's gonna sound pretty awesome. Everybody on Facebook Live who's watching, you'll get the Facebook Live audio. But when you hear the actual podcast, we'll see how this goes. What's this one called? I'm gonna play Beast because we were just talking about it. Oh, nice. It. This song's called Beast. And it's about uh, whenever... It's about the blue guy from X-Men, right? Yeah. Beast, is that... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, is that his name? Yeah, that's his name, yeah. It's about when I first went solo. I've set my piece, I've created a beast Inside my head, he's lying in my bed Not making sense, but won't settle for less You know all you know, all we know Feel the tension build inside my bones Is there anybody out there? I think it's time for me to let you go You, you needed me Needed me And you did yourself wrong Never believing in me Believing in me, just let me be, yeah And time will tell if I can do it well All by myself, I don't need any hope I'm good, I'm fine, just out of wasting time You know all you know, all we know I feel the tension build inside my bones Is there anybody out there? I think it's time for me to let you go Yourself wrong, never believing in me, believing in me, just let me be.
and you did yourself wrong Never believing in me, believing in me Just let me be, set me free Let me be, oh, oh, oh And you did yourself wrong Never believing in me, believing in me Just let me be Dude. That was my first. Uh, I love it. <laughs> that was. Thank you, man. That song rocks, by the way. Like, I mean, thank you, you man. Can really jam I'm out to it. Trying to trying to figure out how how I want to do it acoustically. I think maybe it's a little low, but I don't know. I, 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 there's a lot of energy in it. Thank you, man. That was my first uh, actual live on air live performance of it. So wow, exclusive that. acoustic. Damn. Green bean last night. I was like, dang, this song's fun to play acoustic. Usually, I'm playing with an electric guitar. How do you feel like going from being like just with a band, right? I mean, you're still the lead singer when you were with yeah. the big time to like doing it all by yourself. Like it's just walking. The, I mean, you have a band behind you now yeah. still, but it's different because it's like funny. It definitely feels like no one believes in me and that like <laughs> I'm just like a cash cow and everyone's meal ticket. <laughs> They're just milking you. But like that's not the case. Like with especially with the guys that I've been playing with and just like my people around me like i have to tell myself that that's not the case because i just have major trust issues from like oh, okay. being in a band where i was like we're gonna be the biggest band in the world and we're gonna stick together and be best friends forever to like and the rest of the band didn't feel that way or like, like everyone just kind of did their own thing like i mean i, I don't want to go through and call people out right. for like bailing but like everyone besides one person kind of bailed for like Oh well, no, that's not true. I mean, it was like a lot of it. I feel like was just be, being high. School. It was my dream, not theirs. Like that's really mm -hmm. what it came down to. Like yeah. I can't really blame anyone for leaving because it's like some people just aren't made for the life. Yeah, and, they don't have the vision either, and, right? I mean, and I mean, like, and it's just like it would be a disservice to all of them as f a friend to force them to do something that they don't want to do, and it would be a disservice to me by them as friends to continue doing something that they don't really believe in like I do. Like yeah. it's and like it, you're forcing them yeah. to go along with but, you. But honestly, dude, like it, like it feels weird. I miss having like a crew of dudes. I'm always rolling with like all the time. Like we're all like working together towards a common goal. Mm -hmm. Um, but dude, being solo is the best thing that ever happened to me. Like I can just go. Like, I don't have to ask permission. I don't yeah. have to be like, hey, guys, are we all going to be able to get off work and do this show? It's like, yeah, I'm doing it. Like, mm -hmm. let's let's go. Like, there's no – and now I've, I'm at the point now where I love all my music so much because I'm just expressing myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just... There's it's, no collaborating. Yeah, there, I mean, there's collaborating between, like, myself and my producer on, like, the sonic element, uh, like, on the sonic side of it, where, like, it's like, oh, what instruments are we going to use? What's the part going to be I mean, for, like, leads or melodies and piano stuff or whatever? But, like, yeah. I... These songs on this EP, like, I wrote the vocals and the chords and just the songs, and I just took them into him, like, done. I was like, these are this is how I feel like these songs should go and let's just work on them. There was no like, Oh, well 
your lyrics are bad. We have to change them. Like, there's how do no. you guys feel about it? Well, I think that I, would be, well, I think I just got confident. Tough. I just I just got confident in my own my own um, writing just by myself. Like I I used to like always try to go co-write with people and stuff because I felt like it would make me better. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse me, and it did, but um. I can still do that now. Like I've learned from all those co-writing sessions. You can do it solo. Yeah. Like now I'm like, oh, cool. Like I can't necessarily make a song that's going to be as like by myself. That's going to be as good as if I like co-write with Elton John. Yeah. But like, I know I can make songs that are, they're dope. Like, <laughs> like I believe in myself now. So it makes going into sessions like that even better. Cause before I'm like, I'm trying to find my sound. What's my style? What's my, but dude, that Dang. was your journey, right? You got to put those like yeah. ten thousand hours in, and, and being with the big time, you did, right? You guys put years in, like over a decade. Yeah, right? I think we really did. We, I, I'm really proud of that, and I'm really proud of all those guys. Like we're all friends still. Like it's not like I get sad about it because I miss them and I miss like being. And sometimes I used to get like kind of bitter, but yeah. like never like acted on it with anyone. But right. it just like you know, I mean, I felt like everyone kind of gave up on me. And that sucked, but I know that wasn't the case. Like, because I just needed to to do my thing, and they needed to go do theirs. Like, yeah. you can't get mad at someone for like trying to push their life forward. Yeah, like, that's just the story you were telling yourself was yeah. that they all bailed out. I'm just but like, it's just... oh, like, dude, like, you know, but it was the best thing for me. And like with Aaron and I, like Aaron and I sat, we had a conversation, and I was like, dude, like, if producing's your dream, that's your dream, but I want to be a performing artist like mm-hmm. i want to perform that's my thing and he was just like dude do your thing like like man we literally were brothers like we were probably like yeah i mean like we toured together for so long and just like grew up skateboarding together and like yeah inseparable. it was it was hard i think once his brother left it got i think harder for him because they're like the type of brothers that like do everything together and i feel like it it made it less valuable Oh, like okay. less enticing like because it was the four brothers are my favorite favorite people to like oh they're so much fun to hang out with because they're just like brandon is i think three years older than aaron so you just see like the constant brother rivalry and it was just like fun because right. it felt like we were like brothers to them like that's kind of how it felt it was like yeah i don't know it, it was definitely brotherhood for sure and we'll always uh well, we'll take everything that we did with us to the grave. Right. So, <laughs> not, I mean, not like in a secretive way, but like we'll remember it forever. I think. Just so you don't get arrested, you have to keep it oh in the circle, right? Or yeah, end oh up in my prison. God, no. But like, but no, you're saying about like going, like being solo. Like I've thought about that many of times. But like, should I have like a partner in what I do, like on the podcast or in, in different elements? And it's like. In one sense, I'm like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But then on the other end, it's like, man, if I want to come in here and just do my thing, I can just come in here and do whatever I want yeah. because it's my thing. And, I, and nobody exactly. has any other control over it. So it's like I do have collaborators. Like I have reoccurring people who come in here and talk to me. And that's I think that's the best way to do it because then you're still – if I want to have an episode where it's just whatever I want to talk about, then that's just what I'm going to mm-hmm. do. I don't need to worry about like, hey, man – what are we going to talk about this time? Yeah. What can we come up with an idea of together? Do you yeah. Are you interested in this thing or whatever? And it's just, if I feel like doing it, I can do it. So that's that's the appeal. The key, I think, 
to all of that, like what you said, and like what we have in common is just like the freedom of expression. That's what's going to make us happy. Yeah. That's really what it is. Like for you, it's like, and for myself, it's like, I feel like we just do this because we love it. We do uh, me playing music, you doing this stuff. Like, yeah. we do it because we love it. Like, for me, it's not necessarily about money. It's not like, and it's easier for me to do it and love it if I'm not constantly worried about like, oh man, like are these are these dudes happy? Like, do they like even want <laughs> right. to like be? Whenever it's different when you have like a, I think when you have like a a band of like hired guns because like if someone's like I don't want to do it, then it's like oh man, like that's cool, like no no hard feelings. Right. It's like. We'll get, like, we'll get somebody else to fill yeah, that spot. They're like they're like independent contractors. Like if they want to be a part of it and be a part of the dream. Like, dude, I'll I'll have them forever. Like yeah. if they truly believe it, I'll have them forever. But if for some reason they can't make it work, then you know, like we we'll, we can work together to find other people and teach those people. And like it's kind of that's kind of how it's been with I think over a while. Like the big time, like never had like a full lineup since like 2011. We always had fill-ins and rotating people and. I just think it's cool like that. Like the whole world's my band now. <laughs> like, well, see, from a from a true like like I love a band that sticks together forever. So I, I go back and forth, right? Because I look at like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like uh, when Frusciante left, I was like, ah, I don't know yeah. if I can really like this band as yeah. much as I used to. It's hard because when you have that core group, yeah. And I guess this stems from like if you have your lifelong fans, people who've been yeah. like listening to you forever, and you switch people out, even if it's somebody who's just like playing drums who doesn't ever do vocals, and somebody else can come in and yep. play the drums in the same way. It's like, well, that's not. It's not the same thing. Yeah, that's not the same yeah. guy. Like, I mean, yeah, I mean, when I say that like they're independent contractors, I don't mean that in a negative way. No, it's I know. like they are free to, to leave if they want to and they stay as long as they want like i love i want to i want that i want the core group of dudes that like who want to be there but what i what i think that we've all talked about is that like i gotta go out and i gotta make the connections i gotta i gotta rip it like to in as far as like the business side goes so i can kind of afford to like feed my friends (laughs) like that's kind of like i feel like where where it is right now i mean eventually i would like to you know, as time goes on, really, like, solidify a group like Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band. Like, yeah. those are his boys. Yeah. Like, they record and write together and play shows together. He's still Bruce Springsteen. But, right. like, they're just as an important part of it yeah, as Tom he Petty is. Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, right? Like, I mean, the, yeah. the, that core. And he'll go solo. When yeah. He would go solo sometimes, but then he'd get back together with yeah. the crew. And exactly. They'd crush it. Yeah, and I think that, like, just having an open mind um, is important because I have a very... Like, I don't know. I have a, I being a solo, I have a weird situation. I feel like I'm not used to it. A lot of people are like, all right, we're going to be in a band and we're going to be, this is the band and all this stuff. And I'm just like, I've got all this crazy stuff going on. I'm like, just trying to keep it rolling. Like if that becomes a thing and like, it'll become, I mean, dude, I want to start like five different projects right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I can't. I'm trying to focus on like establishing yeah, you myself go one at a time. as Walkney first and establish Walkney. And then I can be like, all right, now I can do a hip hop project. Oh, okay. No. <laughs> dude, <laughs> you start freestyling. Dude, but... I absolutely, I, I love it. It's so much fun. We, we used to freestyle all the time on tour. Really? My, my friend Dan Garrity and his band, they were called Hollywood Ending. Um, We went on tour with them. <laughs> and what they would do is, and this is this is gonna have a point. This is gonna have a point. I promise. Um, when we w- we were like kids in like under like I don't know like 
19, 20 year olds. And so we're like all at the hotel and we're all just like hanging out and having a good time. We never like, it's not like we can go to a bar or anything cause we're underage yeah. and we couldn't go out and do anything cause like their van, like we have van trailers and stuff. So you couldn't just like take the whip out and go out for a night on the town. So we'd right. just be stuck at a hotel and we would just go out in the parking lot and freestyle like these guys would freestyle rap and i was like how are these guys so good at rapping <laughs> and they're like dude just do it the more you do it the better you'll get at it right. so like i just started like getting better at it and like sucking still but getting better at it and then it got to the point where i started to apply it to my my original music oh, okay where not i wouldn't necessarily rap but i would just freestyle sing like off the top mm-hmm. like and so when I would make a track or something, I'd do like a scat track. And I remember always thinking this was so cool because Chester Bennington in their like, it wasn't live in Texas. It might have been their Meteora DVD or something. They showed him recording and he did a, he would do scat tracks. So I always thought that was like. Just gets you loosened up. gets your brain loose. Yeah. Like, right? Yeah. Or just even like gets you, you fi- it helps you figure out where in your voice like the song should be or where feels natural rather than like writing a bunch of stuff out and like trying to make something fit it's like you just kind of do what feels right yeah because when you say when you write it's one thing when you're saying it yeah like you 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 can figure it out a lot quicker it like makes sense well i think it's kind of i mean i still like to write stuff down i think that i write some of my better lyrics when when i like if direct and concise ideas when i write them down but my subconscious thought like when I do freestyle stuff and I'll be like, what did I just say there? And like, if there's like missing spaces, I'll like write it in and kind of form the idea that way. Mm-hmm. But sometimes like the stuff that just comes out of my subconscious brain is like the best. Like, I'm like, wow. Like that's, it'll sometimes it'll like my subconscious thought, uh, will just like songwriter me will slap like everyday normal life me in the face. Like mm-hmm. I'll be making, be like, oh man, I don't know about this decision. I don't know what I should do. And then I'll like write a song, and it'll be like, oh, he's telling me to like. That's the universe dude, talking to you too. Yeah, like dude, that, that it, voice, yeah, that just like pops out of nowhere. Yeah, and it's like, wow, like that's how I really feel, and I've been fighting it. <laughs> like, why am I fighting it? Yeah, like, that's a lot of people do that. A lot of people look something that they know they're supposed to do right in the face. And avoid it. And avoid it at all costs. Yeah. Like. I do it every day. We all do it all the time. Like, it's it's just crazy. Why? Why It is kind of nuts. But it's it's, it's nuts also that music can bring that out. Like, that just, like, whenever you, it's like, it's the flow state is what it's called. But, like, when you get into that, that's when things kind of like, oh, man. These, I just had this the other night. I was outside. And I was going for a walk. Cause I, when I go for walks, I get I always get great ideas when I go for yeah. walks, and I'm walking, and I had like three awesome ideas pop in my head like right in a row, and I'm like, yeah. oh, I got I didn't have my phone on me, so I'd like run back home to write them down. Yeah. So I was like, I know I'm gonna forget if I don't write it down right now, it's gone. And it's crazy, like if that would if I was trying to think about it, or if I was in like here trying to like record something or whatever, it would never come to me, not in a million years. Yeah. This doesn't happen that way. Yeah, it's you have to live life and make experiences. You have to experience life so you can have those moments and like you, you know You need that freedom in life too yeah. to be able to to have that space, that time where you can just kind of create, like let your mind just create things. Absolutely. Yeah, my my friend Brad Young, he's a photographer. He's amazing, but he said something on his Instagram story the other day that really inspired me. It was something like someone asked him a poll or a question or something and he says uh, how creative. He talked about how creativity is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. 
you can't work it 120% all the time. Like you have to be able to rest it and you have to, like you have to train it. It's not something that like, I don't know. It's, it's very important to take time away so you can fin Like if you get stuck rather than like freaking yourself out because you're stuck on an idea, like that's like the most uncreative spot to be in. Exactly. Dude. Like that's whenever uh, I went to record an EP, um, with in New Jersey with a guy named Ace Enders. It's it's an EP that has not come out. I actually just listened to it the other day and I'm like, wow, this is pretty good besides the vocals. But like I was in a state where I was like the Jaffa show was coming up. Ace was like a very intense dude. Yeah. Um just very smart and extremely talented. So like he kind of like he put the pressure on me cuz he wanted to like push me. Mhm. But it was at a point where I was, like, under so much pressure that I couldn't be creative. And right. a lot of the lyrics and the things that I wrote, I'm like, ugh, this is awful. I'm like, this doesn't feel real. This feels forced. Like, And um, the reason it came out was because, you know, obviously I wasn't cool with the vocals and stuff like that. But he really, Ace did a number to really try to make me understand, like, what I was supposed to be doing. And Are you going to release like, that at some point, or are you going to redo it? <laughs> I mean, I might, I might mix it up, like mix it and then like recut vocals, like rewrite some of the stuff and uh, like just do it with my new voice as I call it. Cause that's like that point in my uh, career, I guess I was going from the big time to what is now Walkney. Mm. So I feel like I have like a new, I don't know. I just think, I feel like I sing kind of differently and my voice just, I mean, it sounds different as I've gotten older and, and. I don't know. It's gotten kind of lower too. And I've, yeah. I've gained way more control, which is good. Before I didn't, have, I was a pretty bad singer. Well, the thing I always wonder is like this. I always get back and forth in this, and this is why we were talking about editing and stuff. And I try not to edit anything because mm. I always over edit and over analyze, and then I won't release stuff because I'm yeah. just like, oh my god, this is the worst thing I've ever done. The more I pay attention to it, the more I hate it. Yeah. So I just started like, if I do it, it's out. That's why like I love live. I like Facebook Live. Like you can't really go back. Yeah. There's no, for, there's no correcting or forgiving yeah. what happened. It's like whatever. Yeah. So that's when it comes to music like that. That's got to be incredibly difficult. I always think of Axl Rose like Chinese Democracy. I don't know if we brought this up last time, but it was like spent a decade on an album that wasn't that great because yeah. he overthought it. Exactly. Now, if he would have just like just crapped it out and thrown it out there to the world they've probably been like oh wow this is pretty cool yeah but because he like mauled over it for years and all this whether whether you're building anticipation yourself or like people are building it for you anticipation doesn't help yeah i don't think it, it, i always like low expectations me too that's why i <laughs> dropped that song on my instagram story okay i was like yeah. some girls like when are you gonna release new music and i was like just did here you go right <laughs> like Chance the Rapper, he's like, give it all away. Gary V, yeah. he's like, give Just it all give it away. away. Yeah. Like, who cares, dude? Like, I'm gonna like, I'm gonna make way more songs. Like, I mean, obviously, producer cares. He put a lot of time into it. He doesn't want it to get overlooked. But the way that I look at it is like, put out these songs, then promote them afterwards. Like, yeah. because I don't know if I even have. I don't know what my reach is. I don't know who's gonna listen. I don't know. Like, it has to obviously be done right. I think we just use SoundCloud because we were like. Let's just let people hear it. We'll do an official release later on with the songs. I feel like where you're at, like just, I mean, yeah, just throwing stuff out there and like, yeah. because eventually, right. The cool thing is like, even if somebody doesn't hear it for five years, yeah, they'll hear it eventually and be yeah. like, oh damn, I never knew he made that. Exactly. That's like, why I like, I think of Lil Wayne, when you're talking about rap, like dude. he went through that whole period 
where he released like how many mixtapes? Oh like, my god, so like dozens, so many. Like, he's released of them. like it's insane. It's crazy. Yeah. And a lot of them are crap. I've listened to a lot of them. Like oh, this isn't that good. But he didn't care. Yeah. He was like, dude, I'm just making all this music and I'm just throwing it out. Yeah. You just have it. Because dude. I can still make more. And when I make more, it's going to be better than what this was. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And that's how I feel about myself um, as an artist now. Like, I'm like, wow, like these songs are dope. I've had them for a while, though. Like, there's the um, Beast, like, I wrote that song like two years ago. Did you really? A year and a half ago, maybe. Wow. Um, yeah. I, you just sit on it. I just yeah, because I just it, I was like this deserves the full treatment. Mm. I was like I can't. That's that's also the thing too. Like I wasn't in a position where I could actually go to a studio and get professional sounding recordings. You were like in your parents' house. Yeah, just like just oh like, man, like this this like Aaron and I tried to record some stuff together, but it just never got to the point that we were like. I was like oh wow, like this is really pro. Like it always kind of felt like it was almost there, but not quite. And so that was kind of like scary because I was just like I need to have the best representation of my song as long as the song sounds good to me like that's what matters yeah. like it's not bu- building anticipation and all that stuff i feel like i need to get better at that and i will i think that it will build anticipation if i just throw songs out there people be like when's the next stuff coming out yeah like so many people um really just like i mean i myself included just like wait and wait and wait and wait and then all of a sudden it's gone <laughs> your moments passed like yeah and uh, yeah like i mean so you can't it's like i don't know you can't be scared to share your your ideas with the world very true as long as you're as long as you're putting stuff out there yeah the moment's never gonna pass it can't yeah because you're always current. yeah you're Tr- always i'm trying like, to get like on that like 24 hour grind i'm just gonna start doing instagram lives for 24 <laughs> hours a day <laughs> Some weird annoying people, the hell out of people. Oh, it'd be so funny to read the comments of people <laughs> while I'm sleeping. Like I'd be sleeping and people just like get on my live to chat with each other. <laughs> like some weird stuff going on. Do you want to play another song? Do, yeah, let's, let's do something. Yeah. Do another song. Let's do another one. Yeah. Oh. No doubt. Definitely. This is. Uh, I, I like doing these music ones. This is really fun because the conversation starts going one way or whatever, and we can kind of break it up. We're gonna break it up. Restart it. What? Right. What's this one gonna be called? Do um, you know? Let's see. Um, I'm gonna play a song called Unhappy. I can't decide what key I wanna play that. Okay. We're gonna try it like this though. Oh mm. Alright, let's do this. Was a little bit of youth and greed. I know we had our history, yeah. I was waiting up at the phone, waiting for your call, waiting for your call, waiting for your call. You said I want it all, said you needed my body. Come and meet you in the hotel lobby, yeah. I said, Are you there? And it's not. Special, babe. We're just wanting a day. It's not special, babe. What do we do? You say you wanted my way, but now you're headed down the highway. Away, 
with what we want and what we love My hands are weak as you wrap through me But are you really living, babe? And so tell me while you're so unhappy Do you even know? Do you even know? So tell me while you're so unhappy Do you even know? Do you even know? special babe you're just one in a day it's not special babe what we do oh, oh, oh. tell me why are you so unhappy and do you even know do you even know Why are you so unhappy? Do you even know? Do you even know? Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, oh, oh. And do you even know? Oh, do you even know? Do you even know? Do you even know? Oh. Ow! Thank you. <laughs> Hot damn! That was awesome. <laughs> Sorry. Is that, is that is that from the new EP as well? Yes. Uh, that's actually the first song we recorded for the EP. That song was like kind of the one that made us pick a direction. Okay. We were like, we're gonna go with like some funky like soulful pop rock like and yeah it's called unhappy um i wrote it actually this was one of those songs that was a freestyle oh okay. um it's that, that hotel lobby part was like oh okay that's weird there's some rap influence right. hip-hop Dude, in there yeah. i mean that's my life like that like it's yeah i mean i guess it is somewhat it just reminds me of weird. many hip-hop yeah. songs you know yeah, what i'm saying actually, like, <laughs> yeah, it was actually written like it was like kind of like an r&b jam like It was oh, okay. a little bit of you and green. Oh, I think it's wrong key. <laughs> oh yeah, it was a little bit of you and green. I know we had a history. Yeah, I was waiting up at the phone. Yeah, it's kind of R&B-ish <laughs> for sure. Um, I don't know, man. That's what I grew up listening to. Like, like who? Um, I mean, like, cause you, my Michael Jackson. Okay. Whitney Houston. Uh, I mean, okay. So I was I grew up on listening to '80s pop because my mom oh, had okay. this um, this um, deaf awareness group called Beautiful Hands. My mom was deaf. Um, she was actually an American Sign Language teacher at Pitt and Penn State in St. Oh, Francis. Wow. That's crazy. Um, so she like did all kinds of stuff. And so my intro to music was through that. My first time on stage was doing sign language. To I want it that way by the Backstreet Boys. So <laughs> Backstreet Boys <laughs> was my so cool. they were my first favorite band. Was the Backstreet Boys? Really? And then so that, the first CD I ever had was Millennium, 
And then um, Christina Aguilera, the one with Genie in a bottle on it. I think that was like the intro to like my sexuality was that album. <laughs> that would do it right there. I was yeah. like Christina Aguilera. <laughs> I would just sit there and look because they like were when when CDs when they used to have those. Yeah, the, the um, booklets. The booklets like the big poster Christina Aguilera. I'm like a six year old kid and I'm just like I didn't know that a woman this beautiful could ever <laughs> exist. It was like that. <laughs> then Aaron Carter, like the and in uh, sync, no strings attached. Uh, there's like a bunch of stuff like that, but then like my mom, like the songs they would do was all like eighty, or like Cool in the Gang, like eighty songs. Like, what's the one song? Like that's seventies. That everybody still. dance. That is seventies, oh, yeah. isn't it? CNC Music Factory. Everybody oh, I guess it is the seventies. But everybody dance now. That's it. That's well, that's actually nineties. But anyways, I yeah. know what you're saying. So like that. Air, so like that was like what I listened to was like that type of stuff. Okay. Really, like the core of it all was like Michael and Whitney and the Beatles. Those were like probably the big ones. That's whenever sure. you were a kid before you like got your own, you found your own yeah. music. Like That's I found, th- so then, so then that was like what I grew up listening to and hearing that around. And then I discovered 50 Cent. Uh, my friend Joe showed me Eminem and 50 Cent and I was like, dude, well Eminem, I was like, this is pretty cool. But 50 Cent, I was like, wow, like this person's like a fighter. Like, yeah, he's like the real like, deal. Like this person can take on the world. Like I'm getting behind this guy. And so <laughs> I would listen to Get Richard I Trying like on repeat, right? like all the time. <laughs> So then I kind of strayed away from that, and well, that was probably first or second grade. Maybe I was listening to "Get Rich or Die Trying," and uh, which is really funny because I listened to it now. I'm like, dang, yeah. I should not have been listening to that. Yeah, I got I, doggy style from Snoop Dogg. What? Snoop Doggy Dogg. When I was, I think I was in fifth grade. I stole it from my friend's brother because I was like, wow. I have to have this album. And Damn. I didn't even know what half of the words meant. It just yeah. didn't make any sense to me. But was I was sick. just infatuated with it. It was incredible. Hip hop was like just such a cool. I don't know. I thought it was like a new. Is a relatively new genre. Mm-hmm. Like, and it was just like no one else had ever done anything like that. Like, so there was like that, and then then I would walk home from school with my friend Pat, and we would like listen to Appetite for Destruction and uh, Meteora a lot. And oh, those, okay. So then, like, I got into classic rock, listened to all the classic rock stuff, Iron Maiden. Then I, then I got into, like, metal because, I like, I listened to Iron Maiden. Then I started listening to, like, Between the Buried and Me and As I Lay Dying and, like, Dimmu Borgir and oh, Slipknot. Like, new, and, oh, okay. Like, really some, heavy. And some, like, sa- weird satanic stuff, but I didn't know it was satanic. I was just like, oh. It just rocked. Yeah, I was like, this is crazy. These people are, like goblins from another world <laughs> like that's when i was like guar dude like, I was, yeah, was like guar right viva la bam like that kind of influenced the metal side of things was viva la bam oh that what did like, it okay yeah. cky and yeah the, and him and all that skate i started skating okay. and people like you can't skate to rap now everyone skates everybody to rap. skates to rap yeah but like i remember the group of punk rockers that i grew up wanting to be like i'm just <laughs> like you can't skate to rap i'm like that's stupid yeah, it's totally that's changed like 100 absolutely right Hip-hop's rock's almost genre. like it, it's a shame it rocks almost uh you know what's the word like passe or something like yeah. hip-hop's definitely become the cool music and rock's not looked quite yeah. like rap hip-hop stars are now rock stars right? yeah i mean like it's, you look you look at someone like me and i'm wearing this and people are like oh dude like you look like Jimmy Page, or you look like Brian May from Queen, or some random stuff like that. Yeah. But like you see, like you don't hear people saying, "Oh, Kanye looks like this guy." Kanye looks like Kanye. Right. Yeah. Like the because like they're trendsetting. Exactly. It's like I feel like ooh, I really like leather and stuff, but I feel like when I wear like that specific style of leather jacket, I'm just like, this has been done. Like this isn't, this isn't 
like innovative. I'm just playing dress up as a rock star. Like, yeah, but it feels like, fun, right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's cool. I mean, like, but I mean, the stuff that I like, the actual clothes that I tend to like are pretty. I think that like this is cool. But I mean, I don't know. I I want to just start wearing like Fubu jerseys and stuff. <laughs> I think. <laughs> no, I think I'm just gonna wear Putting Adidas. One bandit under the eye, like Nelly did. Oh, like no. just sort of combining them all together. Mink I, coats. Oh, dude, I yeah, no, I would never wear a mink coat because it's so horrible that they'd kill an animal well, for a coat. A fake one, but but I mean. I'd probably, honestly, dude, I think Adidas sweatsuits are the way. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty dope. They're sick, man. That that's that's the way. It's but. funny you say that because like my my personal style, which I <laughs> sorry, I just <laughs> I've adopted over the <laughs> years. <laughs> Like a plain, I like to wear plain clothing that has yeah. nothing on it. And yeah. I, th- this is like, if I, these, I wear like these jogger pants. They're like almost oh. sweatpants. Yeah, those are sick. I Unbelievably have, comfortable. These, these like are like, not wearing pants. These are like almost like joggers. They're, yeah, they're, they're kind of. They got a little zipper on the side there, there too. Zipper. I rock the Doc Martens though, always. That's taking it back yeah. pretty well. That's back to the late 90s. I just need to be prepared in case someone tries to fight me. <laughs> Kick somebody's head in. <laughs> no, I need to have these Doc Martens on. <laughs> yeah, I don't carry I don't carry weapons. So. You don't have to worry about it, dude, walking in water, like snow, nothing happens to them. They're yeah. indestructible. Except for the fact that um, my other ones fell apart and they wouldn't replace them. So if you're watching this, Doc Martens, I thought they were lifetime guaranteed. I think Doc Martin passed away a while ago, so oh, he dropped the, lo- the lifetime. Rest guarantee. in peace, Doc. <laughs> Jeez, the pair of oh. steel toads took yeah. him out. These ones are made in England, though. I'm pumped. I found these at a consignment store. I don't pay for. Did price. they tell you that, or did you find out the real story? I, I mean, I just they just went. Yeah, I mean, Dude, I mean, like it Lake says, England. I gotta have these. Yeah, maybe, maybe they're like fake. Nah, they could make a ton. Know. People could make a ton of money off of fake Doc Martins. Oh, totally. selling them to the consignment stores and stuff like that. Because Doc Martins kind of fell off. I feel At like least it in did. My world, I, I feel like it did. Like I feel like it was like Doc Martens was there. It was really big. Oh, real big. Like, yeah. Like I don't late know. Late nineties. Late nineties, and now it's like Doc Martens definitely made a comeback. Is it back again? Yeah, they uh, they actually like they're really involved in music and stuff, and they like hook up bands and stuff with free shoes and stuff. I'm waiting for that, but not <laughs> trying to get. Trying to get, get those endorsement deals going on. Yeah, I mean, I got free flights from Spirit. I need now. All I need is like Jeff Peanut Butter to hook me up, and then I won't need anything else. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny you say that. I just had another girl in here earlier, Ashley Shields. She's like a fitness model. She lives in Mount Union. And um, she has a peanut butter sponsor. What? Yeah. It's, uh, I can't think of the name of the peanut butter right now, but that's her sponsor. And like, she is like a, she's a consultant, or not a consultant, but she's a salesperson for the peanut butter. They're wow. out of California. She gets free peanut butter. Dude. They send it to her. And I, was, and I was like, I have an obsession with peanut butter. Like, I could just eat peanut butter all day long, and yeah. I have to stop myself. Dude, I have to stop myself, too. I like, I'm like, oh, peanut butter sandwich? We're going to put eight teaspoons of peanut butter on it. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, I need four more scoops just for my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> just to hold me over. And uh, I always need to dump something in my mouth, too. So it's like peanut butter, usually on like a waffle. Oh. And then I'm just having some tea. I'm taking bites of the peanut butter waffle, <laughs> mixing with the tea, and it's all just washing together. That's really nice. Beautiful. Oh, it's a wonderful combination. Peanut butter. But it's an addiction where I can't yeah. back off of it now. Like, I think about it a lot. Did you ever have Vegemite? Yeah, I'm not. I've, I've never had it. It's not, I don't, but, I'm not but, a fan. Yeah, but. I've heard that it's weird, but I don't even eat Nutella either. People love Nutella, but I've never, I don't know. I just got. I never heard anybody call it Nutella. It's a Nutella. Nutella. I, it might be Nutella. Nutella. N- Nutella. You could be right. It's Nutella, I think. Are you going Jif natural? Or are you going Jif like old school? Dude, I mean anything Jif. Just <laughs> anything crunchy? Goes. Are you crunchy or are you Dude, creamy? Peanut butter, anything goes. Doesn't matter. Me. No, I like the organic peanut butter. But, the one that like but, separates itself. 
Yeah, I mean, but it can be kind of like bitter. Not bitter, but like not very tasty. I need like a pound of sugar dumped into yeah. it. That really sets oh, the yeah. taste off. Dude. <laughs> That's what it's missing. When I was a kid, I think the reason I'm always so hyper and weird is because when I was a kid, we'd go to like Olive Garden and my parents would look away and I'd just steal all the sugar packets and just <laughs> dump it in my mouth. I'd just buy pixie sticks. Same. Yeah. It always blew my Dude. mind. Like, don't eat the sugar packets, but then like they'll hand you a pack of pixie um, yeah. sticks. Pixie sticks. Dude. Yeah. Do you do you let your son eat sugar all the time? No, not really. Yeah. Why do we try to limit the sugar? Because yeah. he's if, if kids turn into basket yeah. cases. Yeah. They go crazy. Yeah. It's have, nuts. You, have you ever watched Captain Underpants? That movie? I read the books. Never oh, okay. that's that's one of the only time that's so funny. I'm like, oh I've read the books, but I've never seen the movie. <laughs> I'm very deep into Captain Underpants <laughs> novels, but as far as the <laughs> film goes, not so much. <laughs> But dude, the movie's so funny. It is such a freaking hilarious. I love it. And um, it, the, the one scene, they just eat tons of sugar, and yeah. the kids are just losing their minds, <laughs> like like digging a hole in the dirt, running in circles, like because that's yeah. what happened. Like, I never knew that was a real thing until I had a kid and I gave him a lot of sugar, and he yeah. was just like, Wah! like cornholio, <laughs> like butthead and butthead, like yeah, that's exactly. sugar. That's yeah. what it is. Oh my god, it's insane. Beavis and butthead, man, that. That show, I remember my cousins watching that as a kid, and then as it, when I got older, I started watching it, and I was just like, "Man, I watched it recently. It was so, so dumb. I was like, yeah. this is so bad.' We grew up, we grew up watching South Park. Yeah, and I was like, why? Like, I'd sneak and watch South Park, and my parents were always like, "You cannot watch South Park. <laughs> watch South Park at like nineteen, twenty years old." And I'm like, "Oh my god, this is horrible. The things that they're saying are ridiculous. No yeah. wonder that my parents didn't want." An Eight-year-old, yeah, watching it like yeah. he was in Buttheads, like PG compared. Oh to Oh my that. god, yeah, like, yeah. It's seriously, South Park is in uh, that. That show's blown my mind so many times, and I, it's been around forever. So like, it's been talked about so much, but they've gotten away with so much, and they've had they've crossed so many boundaries, and like really, nobody. Uh, they came along at the same time, like late nineties, like South Park, Eminem. There was like this culture that came along that kind of like did what they wanted to do, and. Everybody's kind of let them do it. Yeah. It was like, all right, this is outrageous. Yeah. But it's so good that we're just going to let you do your thing. Yeah. And Dude, that, it doesn't, I don't know if it exists now or not, but like, it just seemed like that time period was, uh, it was one in its own. Like, it didn't yeah. come along again. We live, I mean, now we're like post 9 11. Like, we are, you know, there's just like a lot of crazy stuff that's been happening. So I rules. think that like, yeah, a lot of rules have been put into place. Um, But I think that Trey Parker and Matt Stone, like, Dude, they're like, did you ever see Book of Mor- Book of Mormon? I haven't, man. I, I went to see it on Broadway, and I it was so bad and horribly offensive. Like on that, but it was hilarious. It was just like fun to like go and like be at a Broadway show that was written by the the people of South Park. I was like, wow, like, yeah, because they've really cool. done whatever the hell they've wanted to do for years. Like my favorite story from those guys when they went, they were in the the Oscars one year or something, and they wore dresses. <laughs> And they said they dropped acid when right they got before. in the limo. Yeah. Or like when they arrived, they were like tripping, tripping balls. On acid. I'm like in dresses on the red carpet. Yeah. Like the amount of balls that would take. And like Dude. I can't even imagine. Like not in a million years, I would. You would have to not care about a mental anything. hospital. Yeah. Like I think that they. I mean, they don't go in the same category uh, as Dave Chappelle. But like I think that Dave Chappelle is also another person who's just like I'm gonna make fun of everyone because that's my job is just to make fun of things. I'm mm-hmm. a comedian. And uh, he catches a lot of flack, but um, I really like Dave Chappelle. I think that he, like, really wants to, like, 
do good for the world and stuff. Like he's, but he always, dude. I think he's dope because he's always him and John Mayer are always hanging out. Oh really? I dude, John Mayer. Uh, like you're not, a huge John Mayer. John fan. Mayer is so sick, dude. Like he he is like such a good example of like being confident and just like knowing yourself. Like I follow him on Instagram and he's just such an incredible personality. Not only an incredible musician, but just like he's just he gives off this aura that like he knows exactly what he's doing. And like, I think that it's just like really inspiring. Like I've I've been trying to get inspired lately because I've been now I feel more confident since my songs are like ready to rock. Like, um, but yeah, for a while I I was like, man, like who do I look up to? Warp Tour, Zending, like all these bands. I still I look up to them like I did when I was young, but not like I I looked up to them when I was young, but now I'm I kind of like outgrew that. And I'm like, who do I look up to? So John Mayer is one of them. Because he's See, just like that's amazing to me because I've always written off John Mayer. But working in top forty radio, like I only knew the John Mayer of the song, the daughters, yeah. and no such thing, and, yeah. and gravity, and all that. And I never like listened to an album or anything, and I yeah. never took him seriously. Then the whole Jessica Simpson thing and the sexual napalm. If you remember that whole what was the sexual napalm? He said she was sexual napalm, and it like ruined his career almost. Like really? it like yeah, it like destroyed him. He said some really weird, you know, some wild stuff back in the day. Yeah, he, like, he, well, he didn't some, care. I, he just didn't give yeah. a crap. He was just throwing stuff out there, and yeah, that's one well, of the things the, he threw out there. Well, that's the thing that happens. So you, the whole goal is to get to this point where you're creating and you're just yourself, and you're like whatever, and you're just constantly putting things out there. If you're just constantly putting things out there, sometimes you're gonna screw up. And you're yeah. gonna say like, you know. That's exactly, yeah. I think, what happened to him. Yeah. But what's cool is, like, I mean, apparently he's just rolling on. He's just doing, I don't know what yeah. he, what does he, he's still making music, I guess, yeah, right? Yeah, he just, he released an album uh, like this year. Was it on radio or anything? Um, He has that song called Still Feel Like Your Man. I don't know if it, it went to radio. Um, But he's, like, been working with Mac Miller. Like, oh, really? Been working with a girl named Billie Eilish. Um, like, just, he just, he's just, like, a crazy Just musician. doing whatever he wants. Yeah, he's just doing whatever he wants. He lives in Montana, I think. Like, he, I watched an interview with him saying he's like a recovering egomaniac. <laughs> like, he's just like, I had to, like, I don't go out to award show after parties anymore. Like, it's like, I moved to Montana with my dog. Like, see, I mean, he was dating, he away. dated every massive Hollywood starlet. Like, yeah. Crazy. A little yeah. weird. Some, some things are a little weird, but. I know. I well, I hear Jim, Jim Carrey just said something like that, that hit me. I was like, oh, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. He was talking like, um, you know, I wish that everybody would get all the fame and fortune they'd ever want to realize that's not it. Yeah. Which seems like what John Mayer probably had happened to yeah. him. He, like, got everything, and he was like, oh, Russell Brand, same deal. Yeah. He's in the same boat. Like, he's got everything. Crazy. And now he's, like, Zen, like, Buddhist yeah. almost. Talk know? about a guy who can get away with anything. Dude. Yeah. I watched interviews of him. I was like, wow, how is he even allowed to say these things to these women on air i'm like this is kind of like cringy i'm like wow but back in that time period i mean it wasn't that long 12 15 years ago yeah people were loving it they were just eating it up and now like you just can't do that oh yeah like, there's a lot more like conscious i think it's good that people are a little more conscious of uh, how what they do affects other people definitely yeah, there's a balance to it, like it, because in some some ways it has helped to even things out, mm-hmm. and things aren't like as you know, what, what's the what's the word? Uh, I can't think of it. But it, it, it seems offensive. like offensive. Offen- maybe I enjoy offensive things. <laughs> like I enjoy them, but not to the point. Not where it's going to like affect somebody else yeah. or ruin their life or something like that. Yeah. But on the one end, it's going too far. It's going too far as like we're just getting too worried about all of it, 
And that's why I love stand-up comedy. You mentioned like Dave, Dave Chappelle. I love it because they are their job is to go out there and just say whatever the hell they want. Yeah. And you understand that it is just a joke, even yeah. if it isn't a joke. It's still a joke. Like yeah. it's uh, you, like this weird blurry line they live in of like we're telling these jokes, and some of it's real, but there's also this part of it that's all made up, yeah. just so we can get a reaction out of exactly. you. Exactly. And that's yeah, it's a tough. It's dude. It's it's got to be tough to be a comedian now. I feel like to but better than ever. They yeah, all but podcasts, exactly. They're huge. Like yeah, so much true. more attention than they used to get. Yeah, that's all. That's very true. That's very true. Like I mean. Does Joe Rogan have the biggest podcast? It's oh, it's God. the biggest out of um, him and Adam Kroll are um, up there, but I don't um, find Adam Kroll all that entertaining. I don't think I've ever watched any of his stuff. He doesn't really do anything for me. But Joe Rogan, yeah, I mean, and, and just all the comedians who are with him and who they everybody like every single one of them has a podcast now. Yeah. So like they have like this way to advertise themselves. Yeah. That's why I try to. That's why you were saying about starting one. I was like, yeah, you should start a vlog. Yeah. Start a podcast and just start doing it because you know so many people and you travel all over the place. It'd be cool. People would just see it. And yeah, and you and you would like... be interacting with so many different people from like all over yeah. the place. There's this dude Chris Ryan who does a traveling podcast in a van and like drives across the country and interviews Dang. random people. Like he'll just meet sick. people and do a podcast with them. I'm like, that's yeah. the coolest thing because everybody has a story. Yeah, like there's you can pull something amazing out of anybody. Yeah, like my friend, he's a my friend Zach. He's like an engineer. And I just want to, I want to bring him on because he's like so intelligent and so, has so much to say. I'm like, dude, I would love to just bring you on and ask you questions. Like, and just be the idiot who's just asking the oh, question. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, that's how I feel here. Like it, the guys <sighs> who run a catalyst space, Andrew, like he's like a, he's a genius and I, I've had him in once and we'll have conversations and I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about and I've lost track of everything. Yeah. Like I don't even know where you're at anymore in this conversation, but I, I love like trying to follow along and like yeah. soak up some of it. Yeah. Cause someone else is going to understand it. Even Hopefully, if you don't, yeah. you can just pretend, you gotta just be really good at pretending that you understand it. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, um, do you want to, let's do one more song. All right. It's like, yeah, it's what time is there right now? It's like almost five. It's game time. <laughs> it certainly is. Five o'clock. Somewhere here. That means going up to the island. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in R.I.P. <laughs> it's in flames. Nobody goes to the island at five o'clock. <laughs> Dude, that place was crazy. I remember. <laughs> I'll never forget all those radio ads you did like, oh about the gosh, island man. and stuff. Had you? Like, did you ever go there I, though? Or you? I went there twice. Okay. Um. It was a cesspool. It was. Dude, dollar drafts and always a fight. It was awesome. Oh, if you wanted some good entertainment, like just. It's like Walmart, but for drunk people on drugs, right? Like, yeah. it's like people you get at Walmart, but yeah. when they're intoxicated. It was uh, it was insane. I just remember we met some dude in this giant fur coat. He <laughs> had all these, like, all this jewelry. I was like, there's no way you're from Altoona. Right. And, like, there's no way. Just like, passing through. Like, where are you passing through off. from? He's like, I'm from, Conne- I'm from Kentucky. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, this massive fight breaks out. <laughs> and this dude just hops in his car and leaves. And I'm like, that was that a dream? Like, was that real? <laughs> like, did that really happen? Like, yeah. Oh my God. That was every night, that, that place. That place was... I, I would always get in trouble for... Because I would, like, go with my hood up. And the security guards would get really mad at me. I was why'd like, you oh. your, Why'd you have your hood up? I don't know, just bad habit. Just to be a badass. No, it was just a bad habit, I guess. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, that place was nuts. It was. It was <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh, my God. All right, well, I'm going to go with uh, the one that's on now, Lucia Rose. Oh, okay. Now that's what I call music volume six. It's D6. 66,000. 66,000. Available 
in Walmart and Target <laughs> and Best Buy and everywhere else. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> When we go wrong, when it gets so beat, oh tell me I don't know, no I don't know, I just need a little time, I just need a little sleep, why don't we both go home, let's both go home, you see the I admit that I was wrong, I admit that I was weak, oh darling, I just didn't have the balls to speak up, I just knew I had to leave, oh, I just didn't have the time, I just didn't want the grief, I just couldn't be all night and shining, almost did it in the street, see us, tell me Can't stop thinking of you The busy city streets Tangled up beneath the sheets Oh, I wasn't ready for you I hate the way that you knew I miss the way that we walk And the way that we talk The way that we talk Love, Lucy, Tell me why did we let go thing is i never know where to look when somebody's playing <laughs> guitars and stuff like what do i what do i look do? into my eyes Rob. <laughs> <laughs> i've always like I, I overthink things i'm always like what do i do now i don't know what to do well usually they just stare right into my eyes right. and fall in love <laughs> <laughs> they melt with the harmony 
Yeah. Still, <laughs> Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we'll wrap it up. But uh, what, if people want to um, find your music, and uh, when's the EP on sale? Is that like? Um, so we haven't picked an official announce date. We're keeping that kind when's of. When's it hitting Walmart? <laughs> <sighs> Walmart? I don't know. We'll see about Walmart. But we're gonna. Just, I'd say look out for it in the next two weeks. Will it be in Sam Goody at any point? Sam Goody. What's it? It's an old, it? it's an oh old CD gosh. store. Fye. You guys would be. <laughs> Well, my my uh, my stuff. Signing. What I can say is, go and follow my Spotify and my SoundCloud, which are if you just search Walkney. Go actually, what you can do is just go to Walkney.com. You can find all my tour dates for my tour coming up in August, which goes Brooklyn, Long Island, Philly, Boston, New Jersey, Cleveland, um, Columbus, Chicago, um, St. Louis, Minneapolis. Um, I mean, Florida, Nashville. Then we're going to be announcing um, some more dates coming up, which is going to be Seattle and uh, Arizona, Phoenix, Damn. and um, one more. Um, Minne- I said Minneapolis. Yeah, Minneapolis, Seattle, and Phoenix are going to be the ones in September and October. So walkney.com. You can find all my social media, all of my um, streaming services. Everything's there. Tour dates, videos, fun stuff. So. When you tour, like, I mean, it's pretty cool. You have, like, fans all over the country, right? Yeah, like, so you go to really it. You go, isn't that strange? Yeah. It's got to be strange. I'm excited to test the waters as a headline, first headlining tour. Yeah, like, how many people, like, how big are these venues? Well, I mean, a lot of these venues are, like, 150 cap okay. to, like, roughly in that area. Because um, we just wanted to book, we'd rather book some small rooms and try to fill them up than book a massive room. Yeah. Lose a ton of money, like, and not be able to, like, on the off chance that, like, you know, I mean, it's just better. Creating, it looks you're better. creating the ban- demand, yeah. too. People yeah. can't get in. They're like, exactly. damn it, I missed That would be awesome. But we're playing the Hard Rock, um, the Hard Rock Cafe in Pittsburgh, which is going to be awesome on August, or, yeah, August 22nd. Shoot a music video um, and try to sell that out. That's, like, a 300-cap venue. Cool, man. So it would be really cool. That's to, local, though, so you yeah. I mean, you got a ton of fans here. Yeah, it's going to be that's, sick. That's, like... That's wild to go to like across the country and Dude. people were coming out to see you. Well, the goal like is they know who you are. That, that's so cool. The goal is sold out tours, yeah. but right now I'm not in that position. But soon, sold out headlining tours. Six years in advance. Just at football stadiums. Yeah, like like, like Metallica is doing. Yeah, right? like <laughs> One Direction selling out like three years in advance. <laughs> right. That's crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine that? You're like, oh wow, we're, this is gonna be our return for the next three years on our touring. Yeah. I'm chilling. I'd already be miserable. Like, oh, yeah. I gotta do all that. <laughs> it would be. It'd be crazy hard to do that. That'd be a like rough. That. I'd be a rough life. People think that's amazing, but I feel like yeah. it'd be. A it's hard. Ugh. It's hard on your body. Damn. It's hard on your body because it's like everywhere you go, everyone wants a party. Yeah. It's like for you, it's every day. But right, like for them, it's once a, yeah. a year or a lifetime or whatever. Yeah. So it's just like, oh my god, I just need to sleep. <laughs> that's when you go to Montana, I guess. Yeah, I'm just gonna move to Montana. Or you just come back to Altoona. Live yeah, in Sinking Valley. Honestly, <laughs> honestly, that's even better. Yeah, it's, just, it's I love, I love Pennsylvania, man. It's cool, great. man. Well, thanks, uh, Derek Walkney, for coming in. This was dude. awesome once again. Thanks for having me, bro. Hey, dude. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. I, every time he comes in here, I'm, I'm thinking, man, Walkney needs his own podcast. Like Derek, if you're listening to this by any chance, dude. Get your own podcast started because he could talk for hours by himself. He's he's a fascinating dude, and he's still like he's still young, so he's he's just rising, man. But I want to thank him for coming in here, for putting on an incredible show, and also having an awesome conversation. By the way, if you like the music on the podcast now, Jake Over, that's Jake Over. Just look him up on Facebook. Makes all these beats. He's a music producer. He's incredible. So uh, he passed these along to me. 
to use on here, so I got to shout him out. If you're looking for a great music producer, Jake Over, find that dude. And uh, shout out to the sponsors, Harlequin Pepper Yoga. So Harlequin Pepper Yoga is vinyasa yoga rooted in science, focusing on functional movement, anatomical alignment, get your body lined up right. I love yoga, and uh, I love what Aaron does at Harlequin Pepper Yoga. So if you're in the App Store or on Google Play, or if you walk in at 320 Allegheny Street in Hollidaysburg, just give her the code word ROBZ and you'll get one month for free toward a six-month or a year membership. Harlequin Pepper Yoga on Facebook and Instagram. And shout out to my dude, Alan Coble, who runs Sports Evolution at sportsevolution.net in Altoona, Pennsylvania. He teaches CrossFit. He cre- he teaches Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, which is what, what I'm doing right now with him taking Jiu-Jitsu and I'm uh, over a year into it. It's amazing. I love it. I love everything about it. And what's cool is that he's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. He's also a certified CrossFit, but he's a certified personal trainer and certified strength and conditioning specialist. So, like, not only does he know how to make you stronger, but he also knows how to fix your body, which is incredibly important. Sports evolution. And on social media, it's leading athletes. Check out what Alan does uh, for adults and for kids. He loves working with kids as well. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Patreon.com forward slash Rob Z Radio, if you don't mind. And I will talk to you next time when Max Z gets on the show, uh, my four-year-old son. That's going to be so much fun. All right. Uh, bye-bye. This is Rob Z Radio. That's cruel.